Welcome to a new episode of the India Independent Films Podcast. This is Rahul Desai here. Uh, I'm back, uh, um, film critic, film companion. I have with me uh, my friend and the main film critic, Uday Bhatia. We are back again and we are going to be discussing, as promised last week, a little late this week, but then again, it's a theatrical release. Uh, no, actually, let me not pretend like we're actually waiting for you all to watch it. We got a little delayed this week with our <laughs> Uh, yeah, so the film, obviously, as we mentioned last week, is the Varundavan star of Bedia. It's in theatres right now. It's a rare werewolf film in Hindi cinema. We will talk about it. Uh, it's directed by Amar Kaushik, who you might know directed uh, Stree, which was a big hit a couple of years ago, the horror comedy. And he also directed Bala. Um, Bedia is apparently the third film in a creature trilogy of Dinesh Vijan, the producer. Uh, that's what I read somewhere. Uh, the first is three, the second was Ruhi. Ruhi? Yeah, well, I mean, that's debatable considering that I think creature features and ghost stories are kind of supposed to be separate subgenres. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I don't know if that works. They yeah, should just okay. have gone with like horror. Huh, maybe maybe horror, horror comedy. Horror, but. Uh, yeah, like I've, I've heard there's a vampire film in the works, or maybe that's just my head doing some this thing. But anyway, Bedia it is, we are talking about. Uh, we uh, it, it stars Varun Dhawan. Uh, Udev, why don't you talk about it? Few lines. Okay. Um, so, uh, uh, Varun Dhawan and, um, and um, uh, is basically a uh, contractor to uh, who sort of susses out property and uh, then helps people with their project and he has been sent to a small town in Arunachal Pradesh near zero to uh, uh, to work a road project out there and part of that is sort of uh, sweet talking or probably more likely conning the local people out there into uh, allowing them to build a road and um, he of course does not care about uh, the local uh, traditions or about the environment and uh, is just sort of trying to figure out a way to make them sign the papers that he's come and disappear from there uh we already know that there is some supernatural being in the in the uh, vicinity uh, probably a wolf of some kind and uh, they hear tales of this but we don't uh, really find out about this until some way in when uh, bhaskar that is the varundhavan character and uh, his um, uh, his companion uh, uh, janardhan that's played by abhishek banerjee um uh, get caught in a forest at night and um, and uh, varun dhawan's character bhaskar is bitten uh, by a wolf and uh, soon we start seeing the effects of this and uh, he then turns into a full fledged werewolf this is all of course in the trailer and then they go on and we kind of uh, see how he deals with this and his friends finding out and then they sort of try and help him while also not getting eaten by him. And there is a local doctor played by Kriti Sanon and um, and there is a local fixer played by Deepak Dobriyal, uh, all of whom are sort of uh, involved in keeping Bhaskar secret or uh, and helping him deal with it. Hmm. Yeah, that that's actually pretty much it. I'm wondering, should we like talk about the spoilers in this? Uh, it's difficult to actually discuss or uh, go deep into this film without talking about the last twenty or thirty minutes. Uh, yeah, I think we should get to that. Yeah, we should because for me, I mean, I, I don't know. I haven't actually had my ear on the ground as far as the discourse is concerned. I haven't read any reviews, but for me, the last fifteen or twenty minutes for the was like what made or break the uh, broke the film. So, um, so yeah, uh, that that um, that as you described very nicely and succinctly uh, was uh, the plot of Bedia. Um, you know, first thing, dumbest question: Bedia or Anik? Given that both of them are more <laughs> or less trying to, uh, first of all, uh, without being, uh, yeah, without being absolute, both, since both of them want to more or less give the same message based in the Northeast, sort of trying to like uh, 
do the same thing but with totally different genres um and uh, yeah like social message dramas in the way, in a way you know what i don't think bedia's worse than anek in its uh, <laughs> in its depiction of a state from the northeast i uh, at least first of all and this is something that we all yelled at the film for in the anek podcast which was that it would not actually name the state that it was taking place yeah. in which they was just really monumentally true. irritating <laughs> for a film that doesn't want to generalize about the quote yeah. unquote northeast and then they don't name a particular states so that was just brilliant self sabotage by anek so <laughs> at least bedia uh, is uh, better in the sense that it very clearly sets it in arunachal pradesh yeah true uh, i i mean i kind of so like overall i felt like the i mean i i was quite um, it's only after i finished watching the film or at least as the end credits rolled uh, i'm not counting that silly uh, three linkage they did towards the end uh, we're going to ignore that for now but as the film itself after it ended it sort of my first reaction was that is quite the risk uh, it's sort of brave in that sense because like you know there's the wolf has a lot of screen time in this film and in a hindi film you don't expect shit like vfx to dominate like most of the plot and like on on a very like a superficial level that yeah. exactly what stands out at least when you first come out obviously it's a horror comedy a lot of silly jokes in the first half his turning into the wolf him wearing is wearing his boxers while that wolf that brilliant himesh reshammiya joke as uh, a good <laughs> really funny which is uh, just to sort of give you a, a gist of it it's it's basically uh, a himesh song starts playing when when these two uh, when when varun davan's two companions and the car and being uh, are being sort of threatened by the wolf and the wolf starts howling as soon as a himesh song comes up on radio which is the tera surur song uh, which worked great in the scene itself and i thought you know it worked uh, great in the theater also which i was when everyone everyone lost it at that point yeah so those were the kind of jokes i was expecting the entire film to be filled with um i mean given that it is a horror comedy with the social sort of angle uh, which is trying to make a statement about you know whatever the same thing we've been seeing over the years uh, I, i sort of thought that the entire film would be like that especially given that three was fairly even in how silly it was trying to be throughout um this is silly to a certain point but i was quite surprised with how seriously it took itself in the last 15 or 20 minutes and that actually worked for me eventually when I, like while watching it i wasn't sure of what was happening because uh because you know it was a sort of almost a tonal jarring sort of feeling it almost it almost felt like a different film uh but but i i i was fairly on board after i realized what they were trying to do yeah i um i kind of um, uh felt that they uh i agree with you that it was probably less silly though it's it's still quite silly but um i i think that uh, they kind of found a bit of an emotional core as they moved along in the film which was nice to see uh i think maybe i felt it less than you mm. um and uh, it's just uh, if we can uh, just stay on the cgi versus uh, practical effects uh, mm. i it, it's an interesting conundrum because uh i am generally like i i do like practical effects and makeup and 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 i do think that done well those are still scarier than uh something that cgi can do simply because it's just it's just it's more tactile you know if something is made out of fur and it looks like a wolf then that will be you know it it that to me will be a little scarier than a cgi wolf which always looks like a cgi wolf to me <laughs> but uh, it's you know indian films just don't have that level of practical effects and that level of makeup and so i think this is in terms of a creature this is really well done like uh, uh, and much better than anything that could have been done out here i think 
with you know more uh, natural makeup not cgi and uh, i i'd compared this to uh, an american werewolf in london mm. uh, it was a great film and it has like a lot of practical effects and like a werewolf created out of like you know actual uh, material and mm. stuff and uh, they'd never be able to achieve that out here and but they get something close to the same like they have like a very similar scene of transformation and uh, it's not as scary as american werewolf i think but it's it comes close to the same effect mm. and i thought that was quite impressive uh, in, in that sense because usually we've seen that the horror comedies here really don't care that much for their effects uh-huh. they're uh, like as long as they reach like a certain level of effect they're absolutely fine like they don't even bother beyond that like yeah, even three was fairly rudimentary and it doesn't didn't go for uh mm-hmm. a very complicated effects because you didn't have to the ghost wasn't there in too many scenes mm-hmm. and only turned up you know uh, towards the end uh, much out here the werewolf is on screen a lot yeah uh, so they really have to kind of keep it up which i thought they did quite well mm. yeah so that's the thing right like uh, because it's a horror comedy and because the genre is you know having a moment in hindi cinema or whatever for the last couple of years um part of the genre is basically self parody right like that's the whole point like you parody storytelling parody hindi cinema parody cinema itself so which is why the effects when they are poor are passed off as part of the design as well right like you see a bad you know stree or demon or whatever or you see like ruhi there were couple of issues as well um, you know you see that and you'll be like oh it's a horror comedy anyways as you said you know it, it not supposed to be taken that seriously is not supposed to be authentic it's supposed to be silly um i, I thought that's where bedia sort of stood out first of all because it sheds the comedy after a while like it shed, it becomes more of a horror, horror dramedy um um not even horror as well you know it, it just becomes like a supernatural sort of dramedy which which felt different because as you said you know the effects itself the 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 cgi was very impressive uh and this is the probably the most impressive cgi in on hindi film all year and we are counting brahmastra here and brahmastra was all cgi that's uh, true um, and, and and you know even you mentioned american werewolf in london and which is why i found this impressive because this wasn't supposed to be scary that was right. technically a scary film it's supposed to be sort of a uh, sort of a fusion of different genres but comedy was not exactly a part of that and uh, i felt like this uh, this still committed uh, to its silliness in a way we haven't seen uh, in this genre year before the bar isn't very high to be honest but uh, uh, the way it sort of committed to the its visual language and and the the sheer screen time of the werewolf even writing wise you know to sort of even have the guts to say that okay the last 15 20 minutes are go- only going to be wolves yeah it's crazy like you uh, it sounds ridiculous especially if you're a hindi filmmaker here with the kind of budgets with the kind of resources because i remember like um, practical effects that we are talking about of course we are nowhere near the west we've never been even on the same in the same sort of solar system uh and i remember one of my first sort of experiences of watching how practical effects happen on screen or even how they sort of come to life is uh is watching the making of the michael jackson thriller video uh which i used to really watch you know on vhs like almost every week i was absolutely spellbound by the amount of first of all skill craft and the sheer work that went into having uh you know michael jackson sort of go through those different stages of transformation into a zombie into a you know whatever creature that they were trying to make him and and this is in the 80s mm-hmm. yeah we are in 2022 and we've still done nothing like we, we've not gone beyond our ramse brothers as far as practical effects are concerned yeah that's the thing we missed that whole boat Yeah. So now it's just, and now the West is. I mean, there's very little practical level like beyond, like say, like a Guillermo del Toro, uh-huh. uh, who tries to do everything handmade and all. There are not many people who would want to who do that now in like mainstream Hollywood. Also, so now it's basically it's just that like where are 
effects can uh, uh, CGI effects can go and uh, yeah they, I mean it does quite well out there and uh, you have to say that um, I mean I wasn't expecting that uh, and we've just been scarred by a uh, phone booth a while back so which was a really silly comedy I mean it is really silly so I mean if you compare it to this then yeah this is a lot less silly even though I mean maybe if you came into it cold without mm. having seen some of the horror comedies the last few years it wouldn't strike you as so much um what did you uh, what did you think about uh, the uh, the other friend of um, uh, of of Bhaskar's Jomin mm. uh, played by um, uh Kabak mm. uh, and uh, what and also the uh, the Kriti Sanon character um mm. yeah so i mean like the jomin character i was fairly like on board with as far as the writing was concerned especially i mean it's great that first of all uh, you know you cast a very competitive actor from uh, the place but then also have the conviction to turn him into a fence sitter of sorts you know like sort of uh, in terms of the script itself in terms of the story he is basically propagating saying development you know blind development i am the young generation we need that road to be built through the jungles and the mountains uh, to you know your tribal sort of your tradition and your tribal sort of ecosystem be damned we don't often see that you know that uh, the sort of grayish character uh, even though you know he is used as a device of comedy here uh, that sort of uh that in principle we don't see a character like that normally when we see local characters it's either good or bad uh it's never uh, someone who is coming from a space of trying to sort of uh, straddle two different ideologies and two different generations so i felt like the jomin character was a good um, touch it was a good addition because he was not being hostile towards baskar he was actually on his side and uh, he is part of the he's part of basically the whole basker sort of uh, gang that has to be transformed towards the end of the film and uh, i quite like that as far as kriti sanand's character is concerned i sort of first of all we are going to be talking about the twist now so if you haven't seen uh, if you haven't watched the film you know you can stop listening now the spoiler is basically that um, Bhaskar discovers towards the end of the film when he wants to turn back into a human and stop being turned into a wolf every time against his will uh, and this wolf that he turns into keeps killing off uh, a lot of these corrupt sort of um, people that he himself as Bhaskar had gotten on board for the for the project so he is basically being a vigilante wolf of sorts against against his own wishes he's sabotaging his own project and this is he doesn't know what's happening as a human being but the wolf is taking matters into its own hands so to say so uh, so you know that i mean it, it was basically a very morally sound wolf that we are talking about and uh, uh, so it, it's he discovers towards the end that the wolf that bit him was actually the kriti sanand character the doctor anika the veterinarian uh, and she was the one who bit him early in the film that turned him into a wolf her intention was to kill him but she could not and so he turned into this wolf uh, she was actually one of the she is the original wolf who is protecting the forest the tribals uh, the land the ecosystem uh, and she is basically the hero of this ecological comedy so to say so um, so so that's what that's the revelation here that you know she wanted to protect she was the hero of the film all along and she doesn't have much of a role as a as you know the doctor in the film and you know if you're looking closely you can figure that of course if it's kriti sanon who is also like just recently yeah. as recently as last year won an award for her portrayal as mimi there's no way she's going to just do a bit role in a film like this and not especially with that hairdo and not you know have something uh, more to contribute in terms of character and that happens because if you're looking closely you know the the spoiler sort of comes into play very early and uh, that's that so that's the revelation and and that's when bhaskar decides that he's going to take her side and he's going to actually fight the the cops and the the you know the government who he who was on his side earlier he's going to fight them uh, 
and side the local side with the locals to protect the forest and this is what we are talking about the last 15 20 minutes are just these two wolves so he turns into a wolf one last time and then they protect uh, they sort of he goes to rescue her she's been captured by the cops uh, and uh, both of them basically have to lash out against the humans and and then it doesn't end there you know after these action sequences of like the wolves sort of mauling the humans and escaping the you know captivity they actually go to the forest and that's when you know we see kriti sanan's wolf sort of injured and falling you know or succumbing to her injuries so it was a you know weirdly poignant ending i don't know it uh, if it was poignant because i didn't expect it or because it was actually poignant uh, but it did take quite a turn and uh, and you know i i found that sort of i understand the intent of uh, the writer nirin but uh, as well as amar koshik to to sort of not involve kriti sanan through most of the film and just spring it on us a lot of films try to do that not a lot of them are successful but i like the i like the twist on paper at least as an idea i like the twist too i think uh, i i saw it coming uh, uh, simply because of the reason that you mentioned which is that she's not really had anything to do but it's not like you know kriti sanan is not like one of those decoration actresses mm. she will not be in a film in which she's just like the you know the girlfriend who is uh, introducing bhaskar to you know the firefly uh, mm. cliff for whatever the hell uh, so uh, it's uh, so there's obviously some plan with uh, uh, with the anika character could have been that she knew the secrets but she herself wasn't the wolf but i i, I had a suspicion that it was going there maybe that kind of uh, lessened the poignancy for me though it is a very successful uh, wrapping up of that uh, mm. maybe they haven't got into like an amazing amount of detail because uh, if i remember the the opening flashback was like quite a few years ago right so yeah the the uh, then anika would have had to be around for like a really really yeah, long time had been around for like 100 years or something yeah so i mean it's not maybe you know it's a shape shifting book mm. something like that but uh, yeah so uh, i think it was fairly successful and and jomin too i i did like the character and they didn't so it, there's something that you mentioned and, and so did i in 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 your review and uh, it's an in, it's it's a strange thing so for the first half or so he is like the butt of basically mm. racist jokes uh most of them which come from the janardhan character who is also like almost a parody of like an idiot north indian as is bhaskar mm. uh, and um, there's it's so so the i i i felt like the film is kind of trying to play both sides in the sense it wants to do these jokes it wants to say chaumin it wants to say bruce lee but it mm. also wants to point out that oh you know but we know better we mm. are you know are the film knows better it's just that these characters don't know better which i guess is fair enough but uh, i don't know whether it was entirely successful i still haven't made up my mind about that even though the film is kind of mm. grown on me more than i think when i initially saw it i think it's a more successful film than i gave it credit for like in, like just in terms of how it works this fact i'm still kind of yeah, it reminded me of uh, anil kapoor's character in jug jug jio or like i mean right far as intent goes as far as what you know being like okay we are going to show this ignorant north indian character we're going to also uh, derive a fair bit of comedy and sexism and racism out of him but then we are going to you know show the mirror to you for laughing at that character all along so basically what the film does is get entertainment out of it but then also try to humble us into accepting that you know the film knew all along that we would laugh along so i i felt like the anil kapoor character in jug jug jio was designed with the same intention as well you know like uh, we are laughing at him for most part of the film we then we realize he's a terrible husband terrible father and he's basically the villain of sorts all along and that that charm that 90s charm that he uses is is sort of a joke that is played on us Uh, so I, I felt like Abhishek Banerjee's character was that. Even I'm, I don't think it was 
executed as well as in that film for me at least um because that was more of a drama anyway so here given that this was a comedy by nature uh, it's a little more difficult to believe that the film was intending it to be a certain way uh, and it was actually intending us to uh, intending for us to laugh at you know this abhishek banerjee character sort of really uh, being very prejudiced towards everything including jomin and then saying that oh, but you know the whole point is he needs to be transformed he's not a good person um so yeah i mean you can be on the fence about that but i felt like the film had the right idea yeah it's um, you got to walk that line because otherwise you just get like saintly and terrible yeah. like anek which is just like you know lecturing its viewers like right through and they they're hating the film like 10 minutes in so there's just no point making a film like that and you can't like i mean you obviously need to though you know f- figure out a way to say that look these characters are such but uh, you know uh, the we may not be such and uh, it's i i think it's probably does that quite well actually i uh, the more i think about it i think it's i like how you're shape shifting yourself now <laughs> during yeah. during the podcast uh, yeah. uh, <laughs> uh, probably not uh, uh, doing much for my uh, critical reputation by uh, going back on some things that i said in the review but anyways this happens sometimes mm. yeah uh i i i could have done without a few things though in the representation of of that town uh, i think uh, 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 militia showing up uh, on to help the police is just like a silly trope uh, that would have been there had it been in any of those states no matter what the situation was out there and uh, making the locals cheer for the wolf in the end is also a bit much i think uh they should be scared shitless but instead they're all like standing there and cheering like it's like something that they do every year so uh, i uh, those were little touches that maybe you know i felt film could do without but uh, yeah, yeah. what did you um, feel about the messaging itself because if you think about it it's basically saying that don't mess with nature which is one thing uh, yes. especially if you're like you know a foolish not indeed but um, the second thing is doing so it also sort of uh, reiterates a fair bit of that mentality where uh, indian films tend to put tradition over modernity or or um, basically customs over everything else or heritage over everything else which a lot of films try to deal with that conflict you know whether it be generational or whether it be between um, rural urban or whatever it is so here do you think it falls into that trap of exoticizing the tribals the village uh, in order to teach these city slickers a lesson yeah i do a little bit but that's like very um, like you see that through through horror film it's a very you know common trope obviously we uh, it's any any horror film in which happens in a non urban setting you know that it's it's going to backfire on the on the big city people who have come down and like the whatever the local uh, uh, ghost or werewolf or creature is uh, is going to sort of um, Yeah, is going to come and they are going to kind of find that their designs are uh, have been met by the supernatural force and it's all it's always an allegory uh, in you know throughout and uh, ecological horror also of course uh, a very common sub sub genre Yeah. and uh, i thought it, i thought it's uh, it's 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 a fine message to take i mean it's it makes as much sense and we usually see our horror usually tackling like social issues more than like say broader environmental or political issues which is why you know stuff like uh, when it does take on more you know broader issues and it's a little fun because you know you get a different slant to it rather than just you know patriarchy or uh, uh, stuff like that which a lot of films uh, go after 
uh, I, I I thought one scene was uh, actually very clever. The one where uh, uh, Bhaskar is initially bitten by the wolf mm. uh, the, the very first time, and he kind of he runs up a tree, as in he he climbs up the the trunk of a tree, and that tree then cracks. And he's suspended, and the werewolf gets that access to his backside water. and yeah. bites bites him. And yeah. it's almost like the the forest has turned on him. Like at that early stage itself, mm. like you know, the the trees that he wants to cut down to make his road have mm. now betrayed him uh, at the first opportunity, and yeah. he he gets bitten because of that. And I think that's the subtlest bit of messaging in the film. Uh, otherwise, it's quite direct. Yeah, that's true. That's so subtle. I didn't see it. So good on you for saying that. Uh, but uh, I particularly enjoyed that shot of the wolf hanging from him and him hanging from the tree. Uh, I, I mean, I thought it was like some great imagery in sense of what is to come. Um, I, I also found. What did you think of that um, pre-interval shot that a lot of people were talking about? The one single take where he turns into a wolf in in the cabin um quite impressive i thought i i again feel like it was quite inspired by american werewolf in london yeah, because there's that exact scene alone in the room um music is playing and just like a very painful Mm. Uh, transformation, a lot of grunts and and howls, and finally, you know, you see like the body contorting, and finally that comes around. So it, it's a very similar scene. Uh, I thought uh, uh, American Werewolf had one more idea, which I thought was very potent, which is that they put this like really um, uh, lovey-dovey sort of uh, song on top of it. So it works as like this amazing contrast to what's happening on screen, and it's brilliant out here. They're sort of doing like the Stranger th- Stranger Things uh, theme again, uh, like months <laughs> after we already discussed in Dobara how they were yeah. uh, doing remakes of that theme. Someone's done it again. So uh, I-, I thought that was the one element I would have changed, but otherwise quite impressive. Yeah, like what? What really? I guess overall, what really worked for me, uh, for you know, in Bhedia is the fact that towards the end, the wolf part that we are talking about with both of them, you know, as unconvincing as the love story itself was uh, between both of them, mm-hmm. uh, the idea of you know basically deciding as filmmakers that okay, uh, let uh, Bhaskar turn into a wolf once more, one last time to rescue her. And they, they, you know, they fend off all the militia, the cops, uh, the humans, and uh, you know, and they escape back into the forest, which they've just saved. Um, normally, I expect most films to basically immediately sort of revert to type and then show the humans in the next scene waking up in the night and her dying as a human, basically. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, but it's nice that they stuck with that scene. I felt like that scene kept going on. Uh, for a reason, and it uh, it almost felt like um, the it, for me it almost felt like the narrative was basically taking its uh, entire sort of symbolism, its significance back from this horror comedy that we were seeing so far. Uh, mm. At the genre that so many industries and film you know filmmakers use to get across their messages. I felt like the environment itself, the na- by putting these two wolves and letting them define the climax of the film, letting them sort of take control of the narrative, uh, mm. I felt like uh, it was almost taking back the agency of the message itself and nature itself, rather than showing humans only as the savior or as the ones responsible. Uh, so that entire morphing from you know horror comedy into this nice little environmental poignant little scene drama in the end, which only the creatures, um, with, with I felt that that really worked for me, um, you know, uh, as an idea. I I absolutely buy this argument. Is it just did not strike me when I was watching it. Uh, I was thinking that they seemed very reluctant to do a big ending, mm. and that is kind of true. And I guess this may have been one of the thoughts they actually wanted to return it to nature and maybe like a bit of 
reflection rather mm-hmm. than do like a big flashy ending which they sort of avoid uh, out here of course then they go and ruin whatever pregnancy there was by having a stree uh, an amazingly stupid uh, stree camp at the end very yes. very annoying because uh, the most impressive part of the film for me was the director's credit appearing after the wolf dies right yeah because i still i thought there was another scene coming it yeah. did not feel like the kind of place where a hindi film would end yeah. it it felt like some some one more scene at least was there bhaskar in the future something which was there like I mean, it was there except the that you know that uh, segued uh, into a it could have even ended there because you know she is gone he decides yeah. to basically take forward the legacy of sort he is also enlightened now and he has decided to build the road around the forest instead of through it which is fine which is implied you know when the wolf died itself it was implied but sure this is a hindi film it has to really give you that post credits human sequence to remind you that you were watching a live action film and not an animated film all along right so, and, and janardhan is also doing a, a shawn of the dead with uh, with bhaskar at yeah, the end yeah. and you know that even that that would have been a good place to cut yeah uh, exactly where you know him giving him you know trying to figure out how to give him food and him yeah. getting like carcasses of pigs and all which is which was fine but it's so annoying that they had the doorbell ring and the damn street team sort of appear from nowhere it is just unnecessary and it actually i don't know why they they, could, they shouldn't they needn't have done that if they anyways going to make sort of a franchise out of it then do it in the future you don't have to promise people in this film saying that okay we are going to show this you know these characters from that super hit film so that you are convinced that this film is also good it can be a hit also it it felt very insecure like in in a way i was like let this film stand on its own because it was actually impressively it ended and uh, no they had to go and get rajkumar rao and you know and upar shakti and that's it and uh, basically it just uh, set the stage for uh, uh, the amar koshik universe which which could have been done without all this this is not marvel this is the reason it's not marvel yeah uh, uh, why don't you talk about abhishek banerjee because i think both of us really enjoyed him in this and frankly uh, i don't think there is uh any time that abhishek banerjee has been on screen that i haven't enjoyed him i think he's he's, he's just fantastic he's had quite a few years right like and and also so versatile you know in in yeah. first of all a casting director so you know he's been observing actors for the longest time and uh, normally we see casting directors get into either directing yeah uh, filmmaking not acting so much itself and which is so impressive because he started out more or less as a dramatic actor we saw him very early on in you know in the very dark uh, devashish makheja film also as playing the rapist in that film yeah yeah uh, in and, and and his most popular role is in patal lok as you know as hatodya tyagi and that is an iconic role again it's a dark as hell role it's like it's 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 basically um, a beast in the form of a human and uh, he does those roles so convincingly the the chilling ones and he, comedy feels very natural to him as well and and you know I, that that skill is particularly uh, particularly sort of useful to a film like this where his his character has more than just to do more than just like delivering punchlines which he does with you know very well but the whole fact is that his character is also a message as part of the design of the film and and that works well and he's had you know i i recently watched a short film of his also called vakil saab on it's on amazon i think and uh, where he's playing a lawyer you know in this whole me too sort of era and how he is sort of a very casually sexist lawyer who dis- who again it's a transformation arc after getting a new client who's going through domestic abuse very nice subtle performance in that film as well so you know it, it's nice to see that he has so many different gears and so many different faces and even though you you'd see him on screen and be like oh i've seen him earlier ha huh? he's he's a supporting sort of side in every film and all but you know it's it's so much more than that especially given that after this whole ott casting revolution has happened it's like people like him that 
uh, can really see uh, steal uh, you know be the scene stealer in a film like he was in this film and you have Varun Dhawan in this film who who does a pretty good job as a as a human come wolf you know like and this is his kind of uh, film as well because he's you know he has to be silly but he also has to be a little whiny and yeah. a little annoying uh, and and a little man childish which he is so um, you know it's right varun dhawan's jam and uh, abhishek banerjee steals the show i agree he has to be a little shallow also and and all of that sort of uh, surface level guy and uh, but someone whom you also believe has generally decent intentions and all of that kind of works for varun dhawan uh, abhishek banerjee also just i mean he just um, he he was in rashmi rocket as that lawyer i thought he did a nice job out there and of course in dream girl and three and bala he was uh, very funny in all of those and he's just um, i mean i i think he and and uh, and you know maybe jim shar jim sarb and a couple of others should just uh, you know be competing for these sort of supporting roles where they uh where they either uh, distract from the from the leads uh, which is often needed in in hindi films or they kind of uh, uh, provide like uh, you know a diverting side show he's he's uh, he's really um, i i think he's a top performer and he is very funny out here the scene where jobin uh, uh, kind of scolds them for uh making fun of him he's so immediately abashed the the way his face falls and mm-hmm. his demeanor completely changes i you come you understand that character in that like in that moment you know he's probably like this guy who's yeah you know, just uh, been around like guys his whole life and he's been in a hostel and he's come <laughs> studied a lot and he's he just he hasn't any idea how to be out in the world he you know he's probably you know not on twitter and he's just you know he's a bit of a, a dolt and uh, but he's not a bad guy and he realizes when he's done something wrong and that comes across so quickly because banerjee is a deft actor and that's that's you know so i think that more than the fact that jobin is scolding them i think his reaction kind of sells that scene better yeah that's a, that's a lovely moment to mention because you know the movies get transformation scenes so wrong right like most of the time the writing is really lazy a character just transforms because they must you know because it's written uh, there's no deep thought to it there's no time to it there's no accumulation of it but like with that reaction in this film you as you said you know you you can you sort of get the fact that he has a backstory of his own and that you know he's essentially not a bad guy and and that he's capable of change like it's not like an egoistic thing where he's being ignorant for the sake of being ignorant or arrogant for the heck of it uh, he is as you said you know he's he's been head in his books he's preparing for the ias uh, at the beginning of the film as well and he's tried a couple of times so his life has been pretty sort of uh, you know like indoors and and to see him in that scene was a nice little it was a nice little moment and a nice little example of how acting can actually elevate uh you know sort of cliched writing anything um, anything more do you want to see amar koshik continue to do horror comedies do you think he you know he, he should kind of he did bala in between which is yeah. uh, i thought an interesting and flawed film yeah. um, both I, i i did think there are some things it did extremely well and mm-hmm. of course there were as with most of these middle of the road comedies now some fairly large flaws also uh, but still it was of a piece like if you look at the th- you know the three films three bala and bedia you can see a voice uh, yeah. and uh, yeah, do you, do you think he should kind of stray outside genre i mean that's the thing about bedia so so i wasn't a big fan of three you know i still am not uh, and uh, you know yes, bala I'm a, i'm a very big fan of that i, I yeah and and bala for me was you know middling uh, i i see what he was trying to do there but the thing about bedia is i feel i see an evolution arc and also i see he's capable of making actual uh cinema in a sense you know like it's not like he's just 
wants to uh, like it's so easy to typecast a director as a horror comedy director which he has no qualms being right like from from the looks of it a uh, genre director as such but the sort of craft and the technical uh, the, the sort of technical control he showed in this film and uh, and a sense of storytelling that basically convinced me that he's actually a, the real deal you know like he can do something very different if he wants like of course he'll stick to this because this is successful and he can keep doing this all his life if he wants but the challenge is obviously when he actually steps out and decides to make an all out sort of serious thriller or a horror film out you know he would be a great guy to make a horror film like if anything like because we've not made a good horror film in 95 decades so you know it's one of those things where he has all the tools and i felt like i saw that only with this film uh, like he's evolved quite a bit since since three because uh, you know three was more writing than direction i felt it was more of a writers film uh, this one felt like a directors film after a while and that i appreciate yeah i'd agree with that three definitely is a writers film uh, and uh, i mean i think the writing is uh, more successful than uh, than bhedia simply because i think hindi film just does not still travel that well to regions outside of where hindi is spoken mm. uh, they still have yeah they still don't quite know how to do it and they're never as comfortable it's very rare that they are comfortable so um, it's uh, I, I, and there is more craft in bhedia and there are some kind of slightly lovely moments in it and um, i i i would like to see him at least get out of horror comedy maybe if he'd like to do like a straight horror film that might be fun yeah. and um, or just like uh, try something not genre and uh, thing because i i think he's he's shown enough with these three films i think that i'd like to continue uh, yeah. seeing his his work yeah, and we don't say that often about a lot of newer yeah. directors because you know like they they really catch a they really catch a particular sort of uh, a, a trope or a, or a trend and they just stick to it and without really evolving without showcasing much of their voice or vision uh, they become part of the entire machinery bollywood machinery so it's nice that he's created his own voice in a way uh, you know i'm not a big fan of horror comedies as a genre but he's done i don't see how bedia could have been better than it was um you know and just as you probably don't see three uh, could have been any better as a horror comedy and and that's uh, that's a good thing you know as a filmmaker to have to to sort of persuade the viewer to look at a film like that or to change uh, his or her mind like that is it's a good thing and it would be nice if he does some long form storytelling as well because some of the best uh, filmmaking happening is in web shows um, in the last couple of years and uh, i feel like he would really uh, be challenged there of course it'll take far longer it won't be as commercially viable or whatever but uh, i feel like uh, you know he could really push himself maybe uh, getting out of this nice it's crazy that this is his comfort zone because it looks very difficult to make uh, but uh, but yeah it would be nice to see him sort of spread his wings a little like abhishek banerjee himself does with his acting role so yeah i i wouldn't mind seeing more of amar kaushik and uh, i was hoping that uh, you know and i i'm actually a quite a fan of creature films in general you know over the decades in fact and uh, i'm glad that hindi cinema has one of its own and that's not vikram bhat's creature 3d you know like it's it's actual it's an actual creature <laughs> film comedy uh, which which knows what it's doing and which has very convincing craft to Uh, to back it so so it's it's nice to see that i would like to see a vampire film in the future i'm big fan of vampire movies so and if if that's going to be around the corner i'd i wouldn't mind amar kaushik making that as well but uh, but yeah um, you know as you said good filmmaker and uh, good future ahead hopefully uh, is there anything else uh, about bedia no who do you cast as a vampire uh, yeah good uh, good question who would i cast as a vampire I don't know. I feel like uh, I mean I guess Ayushman Kurana would work. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I, I I feel like 
it's yeah it's, but then he'd be like a vampire who gets reformed by the end like do you want a very safe choice also uh, so i i don't know like uh, if it's a horror comedy or whatever it is i i don't see outside the current little pool of actors that keep doing the same kind of films over and over again but uh, but it'd be nice to see someone you know someone new someone sort of cast against type maybe tiger shroff uh, yeah Yeah. no i'm offering no explanations for that but my my uh, my my suggestion is tiger shroff because he brings a whole bunch of other skills to the table uh, which combined with vampirism would make him like very formidable yeah i'm i'm not sure you are so familiar with vampirism the way you're talking about it but uh, but yeah sure uh, i mean anyone cast against type but you know as as i mean as it stands i feel like this is the time to strike because uh, hindi audiences or indian audiences are slowly warming up to these genres which they should have warmed up to 30 years ago if they had better filmmakers uh, but you know they are finally doing it so it would be a nice little um, horror comedy horror subgenre of its own these little creature zombie things yeah anyway uh, so yeah that's about it with bedia we'll be back next week a whole bunch of films this week releasing we'll talk about them next week uh, providing uday watches all of them and uh, providing uh, no actually i am watching all of them so that is just my shade to there before the end of every podcast to remind him that if he doesn't watch them we cannot be discussing them uh, we are also approaching the end of the year so we will be doing at least one podcast uh, so sort of summing up the year and our experiences as film critics and as movie goers over the year uh, a whole bunch of good english films are releasing in december as well uh, we will keep you posted about that as well there's avatar obviously there's uh, there's i think uh, del toro's pinocchio uh, i don't know when that damn oh, yeah. film is coming out uh, because it's just india i don't see any release date yet Uh, because it's obviously one of the favorites for the oscar fablemans but uh, hope to see it soon in indian theaters uh, you, you can be sure that we'll be talking about that one so so yeah uh, exciting times ahead over the next month or two and uh, uday and me also attending the kerala film festival later or mid this month so if we do find a few good films there um, we will later maybe talk about them as well and keep you posted about those titles thank you for listening and uh, see you next time Same.